0: Welcome to The Swolistic Show. I'm your host, Jesse Lockhart, a realtor turned holistic health coach and personal trainer. I'm obsessed with empowering you to make yourself a priority so you can transform your health, your body, and your life through holistic-based practices. Get ready for inspirational stories and actionable advice to start living your own swolistic life. Now let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to the very first episode of The Swolistic Show, you guys. I'm so excited to be here. I am currently in my bedroom closet. I have my computer in front of me and my microphone here. It's literally... Just like the most simple setup. I wish you guys could see it. I have clothes all around me, but we're here and we're doing this. I, like I said, I'm just so excited to be here. I had a blast podcasting on my old podcast before I decided to step away from that and become a personal trainer and a health coach. So, I'm just excited to be back, to be in the podcasting world again. Thank you so much for being here. I figured that this first episode would be a great opportunity to just give you guys the full story, give you guys the whole scoop, take you through my entire like fitness, athletic work journey, and kind of just catch you up, honestly, on how I got here today. Going all the way back to kindergarten. <laughs> yes, we're we're going all the way back to kindergarten, okay? I, like every other five-year-old on the planet, played soccer. I started in kindergarten and then really liked it. And in third grade, my parents encouraged me to try out for a team that plays like year round. And I actually made it on the team. And soccer pretty much dominated my life from then until I graduated high school. I got to like my junior year of high school and had ultimately decided that I did not want to play college soccer. And at that point, if you're, you know, if you played high school sports, you know, like junior and senior year is, is when you really like especially in in a sport like soccer. I don't know how it is for other sports obviously because I don't have experience there, but junior and senior year is like when you're trying to get recruited by a college and so it's important that you play like in a club in the off season of high school to keep your skill level up and all of that. Well, I knew that I didn't want to play college soccer and so I stopped playing club soccer I still played all four years of high school soccer, but I just stopped playing year-round and instead dabbled in other activities my junior and senior year of high school, like I did track and field, and then I also did theater my senior year, which was super fun. Graduated high school, moved out for college, and just had the best time. I did not go very far. I went to the university that's in my hometown, but I did move out, which was the best thing I could have done for myself athletically, like, I played intramural soccer a few times, but wasn't, like, crazy active in college. I did discover country swing dancing, and that kind of became my new favorite thing to do. I would go twice a week, and I just absolutely loved it. But beyond that, like, I had no desire to go to the gym or anything like that. It, it, that was, like, still a foreign concept during the summer break between my sophomore and junior year of college i moved to this super small town in wyoming to work on a guest ranch for the summer and this is where i fell in love with horses and this idea of rodeo my grandparents my mom's parents had like thoroughbred racing horses when i was growing up but of course like if you know anything about horses those are not horses that you just like get on and casually ride (laughs) So I never got to ride those horses, but I'd always loved horses and whatever. Working up there really, really reignited that love. And so I came back from that summer and immediately got myself involved with the rodeo team at my university. And this is also when I got my first horse, whose name was Callie. This all ties together, I promise. You're probably like, Jesse, what the hell does horses have to do with anything. I promise this is going to come full circle, so just bear with me. So, I got involved with the rodeo team as like a non-competing member. I would go to the practices and I would travel with them to some of the rodeos and stuff. I wasn't competing myself, but I was just there and supporting and making friends and just being around it. Um, Eventually, I did join the rodeo team myself as a competing member the following fall and... It was so much fun. I absolutely loved traveling to different places, getting to compete. It reminded me a lot of my soccer days when we would travel for games during the season or we would go to tournaments during the summertime. It was just so much fun and I I absolutely loved it. At this point in my college education, I had kind of reached an impasse at my university, you have to test into certain math classes if you hadn't taken math within the last year or something like that. It was, it was so such a stupid rule, let's be honest. <laughs> but for whatever reason, I could not for the life of me test into the math class that I needed for my degree. And that math class was a prerequisite for another class, which was a prerequisite for another class. And so I had reached this point where I couldn't really continue taking classes and remain a full-time student, which was required to be able to compete on the rodeo team. So after that fall of competing on the rodeo team and whatever, I decided to take a semester off from school to just regroup, figure things out. Um, I got a full-time job and I was... The idea was that I was going to start saving my money to start, you know, kind of rodeoing on my own and pursue that outside of the college realm. It was at this job, not a month after I started, that I met my husband, RJ, who also rides horses and he's a team roper. So that's how it all like ties together. We spent six months as friends just casually hanging out before he finally asked me to be his girlfriend. And then a little over a year later, he proposed and we were engaged. That's kind of how the horses thing all ties into it. I told you guys to bear with me and we made it. So moving on. So a couple months into mine and RJ's engagement, we had this opportunity to do a 90-day fitness challenge, which was being hosted by like our local gym. Neither one of us was really like, you know, super into the gym at this point. RJ had worked with a trainer in the past, but neither one of us was consistent at all. The gym wasn't really a part of our life. But, you know, since we were just newly engaged and we had our wedding coming up the following year, we kind of figured that it would be a good idea. It, that that whole idea of losing weight for the wedding, right? That's totally what we were on. So he convinced me to join the challenge with him, so I did, and I had no idea that this was going to be the start of my weightlifting journey. This was in September of 2016, so literally just over six years ago. I had no idea that this was going to be a huge part of my life now. Throughout that challenge, I honestly loved nothing more than seeing my body and my muscles changing and becoming stronger. It became something that I craved. Like being able to physically see the progress always kept me going. And honestly, it still does to this day. When I flex in the mirror and I see those muscles coming through, it just like fuels that fire to keep going. So I will always shamelessly flex my muscles in the mirror because I don't give a fuck about no one else cuz this is about me and my progress and my body. So Back into that challenge, though, our nutrition (laughs) was more about calories in, calories out, and I'd ultimately limited myself to 1,200 to 1,300 calories per day. And sure, like, it ultimately worked, but I would do anything to go back and see all of those entries and just see what, like, the macro makeup was. So your macros are your protein, carbs, and fat. They're the nutrients we need the most of to survive each day. It's what food is made up of. And I can confidently say that my protein intake was probably pretty non-existent, but like I said, it worked. I honestly don't remember how much weight I lost during that challenge, but I do remember just my confidence soared. I Felt so much more comfortable like wearing crop tops versus a sports bra on a tank top. And I felt like I had earned my place in the weight room with all the guys, which is a huge thing because a lot of women tend to get really intimidated by the weight room. Fast forward from 2017. So RJ and I got engaged in 2016, did the challenge in 2016. Fast forward basically 2017 through 2019. We got married in 2017. And then a year later, we moved to Phoenix. So we are originally from Utah, but we moved to Phoenix like literally a week before our one-year anniversary. It was really cool. But I kind of ping-ponged in and out of the gym, never really stuck to anything consistently during those years. I turned 26 in May of 2019. And after getting booted off of my parents' insurance, I, I decided to just stop taking my birth control pills, honestly, for no other reason than I just didn't want to pay for the prescription, even though it wasn't that expensive. But I also had this desire to just, like, track my cycle instead. Also during 2019, I quit my full-time job as a leasing agent to pursue a career in real estate. I had obtained my license in March of 2019 and honestly spent the rest of the year just trying to earn an income, but by the end of the year, I had had no luck, and I was feeling like a pretty big failure. So going into 2020, I wanted to reframe my mindset because I had realized that most of the stories... I had been telling myself were all negative. Like, I had no self-belief. I wasn't sure that this was going to work, that I'd be able to make it as an, a real estate agent, as an entrepreneur in general, which was something that I had craved. I knew that the corporate world wasn't for me, and so to step into entrepreneurship and not do very well, I was like, oh crap, is this even for me? So, Going into 2020, like I said, I wanted to reframe my mindset and I wanted to get back into the gym because I knew that creating a consistent exercise routine would only help. There was no way that doing that was going to hurt. I had been consistently going to the gym for about six weeks in early 2020 when COVID hit and the world blew up (laughs) and then all of the gyms closed down it would have been really easy for me to just be like, well, I can't go to the gym. I can't work out anymore. But not wanting to lose the habit that I had just spent so much time building, I kept working out in my garage. We had like a handful of dumbbells and some resistance bands. It wasn't much. I did not like it. I much prefer a gym environment and all of the equipment at my disposal. And I was only working out like 30 minutes a day, but Honestly, it was better than nothing, and that was just kind of what I held on to while the gyms were closed. Finally, in April and, and May of 2020, I actually made my first two sales as a real estate agent, and my business completely snowballed from there. I had tons of clients, tons of interest. At this time I had also taken to TikTok and had started sharing home buying information there, which was a huge part of it, you know. And ultimately, by the end of the year, I was able to gross just over six figures. And I don't think it's a coincidence that it was also the year that I consistently stuck to my gym routine among other things, right? Like that wasn't the only thing, but I don't think that that's a coincidence, that I was working out consistently and did well in business. Also, during 2020, I started noticing symptoms in my health, cystic acne, and even though I'd kind of always had unpleasant periods, I was starting to learn that that stuff wasn't normal. So, in December of 2020, I had my hormones tested and also did a full food sensitivity test. And... After those results came back, I learned that I had super high cortisol levels, low estrogen and testosterone levels, high inflammatory markers, leaky gut, and was ultimately diagnosed with Hashimoto's thyroiditis. And if you're unfamiliar with Hashimoto's, it's basically an autoimmune disorder, so there's quote, no cure an autoimmune disorder where my immune system is actively attacking my thyroid. And our thyroid is so important for hormone function and just overall health. So this was like a really big blow to me. I had always considered myself to be a healthy person, but now I had like concrete proof that I wasn't and it really weighed on me. I was given a list of things to start doing to help heal my hormones and my body, but it all just felt like super overwhelming. Like imagine living your life, you know, how you've lived your life for years and years and years on end, and then now you're being told, oh, well, you can't do that. You have to do things differently now. and. Sure, like, continuing to do some of those things wasn't going to be overall detrimental. It wasn't like I was going to die the next day from, you know, all of these things, but it really triggered an all-or-nothing response. I felt like I had to do it all correctly or perfectly or it was a failure. You know, I didn't take a step-by-step approach. That's kind of how I ended 2020. High on business, you know, pretty high on life, but also just still feeling at war with my body in a way. So going into 2021, I mean, I was ready and excited for another great year in real estate. I had just bought myself a Tesla, which was my dream car. And I had a lot of prospects and goals and was just excited for what the year would come. But the Phoenix real estate market exploded. (laughs) I mean, every real estate market everywhere exploded. And it suddenly became massively difficult for my clients to get an offer accepted, to buy a home. And it started chipping away at my confidence. I was spending so much time with these clients, trying to help them, showing them houses, writing offers, and we just kept getting spanked. And as a real estate agent, if I'm not closing deals, I'm not making money. So, yeah, it all just started to chip away at my confidence. And not only that, but... Someone sideswiped my brand-new Tesla six weeks after I bought it and we had to pay $5,000 out of pocket to get it fixed Then a couple months later my husband and I were going to buy a house on an acre of land Which I was super excited about we had left our horses behind in Utah and we were you know trying to make way for them to come down and get back into that I wanted space room for our dogs and everything like that, but the house didn't appraise and we fell out of contract and then lost another $5,000. So within a couple months we had lost 10 grand and I had just worked my ass off the previous year to, you know, pay down some credit card debt and have some extra money and then poof, it was gone. So among all of this craziness, my health took a backseat and I wound up at my heaviest. I you know, was super frustrated and just angry with myself that I had let this happen because I swore that I would never, you know, let myself go. But uh, fuck, I mean, life happened and I ended up in a really, really dark space, which scared me because I had always been able to pull myself out of it before, but now I didn't know how and that was super, super scary. I won't lie. On my husband's birthday that year. I remember sitting down and telling him, like, I don't want to be here anymore. I, you know, felt hopeless and worthless and didn't know how to pull myself up. And I just was just in pain. Like, I could not get off the couch. I could not push myself to do anything work-wise. I was just, like, really in it. So, it was just not a good time for me at all. The next day, actually, after that conversation with my husband, I watched a friend of mine compete in her very first bodybuilding show, and it seriously inspired me. Something inside of me flipped a switch, I'm telling you. And I immediately knew that a bodybuilding show was something that I had to do to pull me out of this rut. I had always been that person. Oh, I could never do that. I could never do a show. Nutrition is always the hardest part for me. Like, that's something I just wrote off I could never, ever do. But it was like my intuition knew that it was now something that I had to do. It was like I had to prove to myself that I could do it. I signed up, sure as shit, got a coach, the thing and throughout that bodybuilding experience i truly learned how to make myself and my health a priority because you know you're working out five six days a week your nutrition it has to be on point like it's a very discipline heavy sport for sure in addition to my nutrition and exercise regimen i had now started to swap out toxic products in our home like cleaners and false fragrance throughout all of our candles, our wall plugins, and then started swapping out personal care products too. Face wash, body wash, facial serums and things with much cleaner and more natural products. Also started avoiding my food sensitivities like gluten and dairy and stuff like that. And fast forward to now, basically almost a year after my show, and from when I started, which was end of June, July 2021 to now, I've been able to lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I've completely reshaped my body. So not only have I lost weight, but I know that I have gained muscle mass and it's showing up in, in different ways, like in my shoulders and in my legs and in my glutes and things. So I've you know lost fat and built muscle and been able to just keep it off and maintain it. And I've also started healing my hormones and gut health. I already talked about a couple of symptoms that I used to deal with, but other ones I used to, to suffer from were headaches and bloating and diarrhea after I would eat. Like I would, we would go out to eat and then immediately after I would have to find a bathroom and talk about freaking embarrassing. I also developed really nasty eczema which was all over my wrists and my hands. If you've been on my social media, you have probably seen me share photos of my eczema. It was super bad, just nasty inflamed. I would wake up itching at night. It was awful, but as I stand here today and record this podcast, my symptoms are pretty, like, 90 to 95 percent healed. I mean, I still have flare-ups. I still have, you know, things that happen, but I can confidently tell you that this is the the healthiest I've ever been, and it's honestly all because I made my health a priority. And because uh, of using holistic-based practices. (laughs) I won't lie. So, honestly, like, during this entire journey, I saw how big of a gap there was in the personal training industry. Like, nobody is really out there talking about hormone function and gut health, which are two major factors to weight loss and muscle gain. If those two things are not in balance or functioning well, like, it's going to be an uphill battle to lose weight. Can you do it? Sure. Absolutely. But it's going to be an uphill battle. And I saw all of this going on and I, I just truly felt called to step up and fill that gap. I ultimately made the transition from real estate, which I was feeling burned out and just knew that it was time to to move on to something different. And again, feeling this call and this pull at the same time, you know, I left my real estate career. I do still have my license. I am still minorly involved in that industry, but I said goodbye and I stepped into this role as a personal trainer and got my CPT and now, you know, here I am coaching clients. I created the Swolistic Co. because I believe that there is so much more to health than simply exercising and counting macros. We need to be talking about hormone and gut function. We need to be talking about the ingredients in our food, the quality of our supplements, the toxin load on our bodies, and so much more. That's what I aim to do in my coaching and now what I'm doing here on this podcast. There you go. That is my entire story starting from playing soccer in kindergarten to getting engaged and doing a 90-day challenge to leaving a career in real estate and becoming a personal trainer and health coach. (laughs) I am so thankful that you took the time out of your day to join me here. I i am so excited for this show. I have so many great ideas, so many amazing guests that I absolutely cannot wait to bring on the show. Please, 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 please make sure to subscribe. Leave a rating or a review as well. That helps the show find other people. Always remember, you guys, to make yourself a priority, and I will catch you in the next episode. Thank you for spending your time with me in today's show. I truly appreciate you so much. To learn more about training with the Solistic Co., check the show notes to learn more about our available programs or to schedule a call with me to get started. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Miss Lockhart and at Team Swolistic. I hope you have the best day ever and I'll chat with you next week.